Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Life's Reality Podcast. I'm Zach Robbins, and today we're going to be talking about guilty pleasures, except they're not guilty. Um, So basically, we should not be considering our guilty pleasures to be guilty. It's just something we like or something we enjoy doing. Um... I've taken a little break from the podcast for the past, like, week and a half, I think, um, because I was finishing up school for the summer, and I was making a job transition, which didn't end up working out. Um, I worked at a new job for about two weeks, and was like, it's not for me. I was super stressed out, um, anxiety levels through the roof. They've been, they haven't been that bad since, like, freshman year of high school. So, that's where I've been. I'm back, and we're going to be talking about our quote-unquote guilty pleasures, which are not guilty. We want to stress that today. They are not guilty. Um, so, the first example I really want to use for this is how I'm going to do a story. So, this happened over the summer. It's happened multiple times, actually. So I go to the beach, right? And I'm going with one of my friends. And the waves are, like, pretty, like, good. And one of my friends goes, I wish I had a boogie board right now. Like, that'd be so fun. And I'm like, no, that's embarrassing. And that's happened with, like, two of my friends. So, like, and I'm thinking in my mind, yeah, that's embarrassing, but I've boogie boarded before, and it's really fun, and I go super fast. So why am I being like, that's embarrassing, when it's something I enjoy, it's something my friend enjoys? So what is preventing us from doing what we love? And that kind of stems off of, like... I don't know how to put it, but it kind of stems off of, like, how we think other people perceive us and the impact that has on us. Another example, which may be more in line with what someone actually considers a guilty pleasure, is having an extra slice of cake, um watching a weird movie or like a weird tv show sleeping in until 11 a.m um and like other stuff like that which might bring us enjoyment um it might be something that makes your week worth it or how you get through a stressful day still you may feel embarrassment (laughs) when you admit to it um most of our feelings of guilt come from how other people react. And this is why guilty pleasures exist in the first place. It's kind of just a social standard that people put on us when in reality we should be able to do whatever we want without having other people bother us for it. And I think it's super important to recognize that it's super prevalent today that we are being blocked from pursuing things we enjoy 
because of the standards that other people put on ourselves. So I found an article and it was super interesting um, because it talks all about guilty pleasures. Um, It's called, let's see, I'm trying to find it. All right. Why you shouldn't feel bad about your guilty pleasures. And I was like, this is perfect for the pod today. You know, it's right in line with what we want to do and what we want to talk about. Um, So I'm just going to take this little portion of it. And it says, psychologists discovered that guilt is how we determine when we have hurt other people. It stretches even further to say that guilt tells us when we may have lost social standing. A guilty pleasure, um, that's in quotes, is something we love, but we think other people will disapprove of it. So we may lose our social status. And I kind of just want to tear this apart um, and like have my take on it. Um, so when it says that, like, our guilt is how we determine we have hurt other people, um, from that I get, like, the social standing that, like, not the social standing in that case, but, like, other people put, like, you hear other people, like, that group of girls talking about, like, that's so weird, like, what are you doing? And you think that what you're, whatever you're doing let's say like just eating a normal sandwich but they're like you're fat um it's basically tricking your mind and thinking like oh like they disapprove of me i'm hurting their feelings so they don't like me when they're just terrible people (laughs) um another thing said in the article was According to a 2012 study, feeling guilty enhances our enjoyment of an experience. While you may expect an undesirable emotion such as guilt to negatively impact the pleasure we feel from our guilty pleasures, it's actually the opposite. So researchers have discovered that guilt enhances pleasure, um, which I find really interesting. Um, Honestly, that confuses me, and I just thought it was important to note, but I'm not going to speak any more on it, because I'm going to get lost in my train of thought, and nothing will make sense. So, I show these examples because we should be able to recognize that our, whatever we enjoy, our pleasures, like, whatever fulfills our enjoyment we should be able to pursue. So why the question we're asking today? Why do the thoughts of other people impact us so much? Why can't we live independently and do whatever brings us joy? And that, I feel like social media can contribute a lot to that. And Some people just really love the external validation. And so they feel the need. They're like, I cannot survive unless I know from someone else that I'm doing something right. They can't internally validate themselves, if that makes sense. And I say social media because 
especially during COVID, we saw a lot of online workouts like Chloe Ting and people working out every single day and like giving those workout routines where we felt pressured to be doing the same. Um, and that's where I want to talk about cheat days because I feel like for the people that work out, a lot of them, I never really see them take a cheat day, um, which could be a good thing because I'll talk about how that, how it could be good and how it could be bad and also how cheat days can like make you feel like crap. Um, so cheat days, so say you're working out like five days a week and then you're like on a diet, but you want to have Chick-fil-A and like cookies and you're like, okay, I'll take a cheat day. But why is it considered a cheat day? Why isn't it like, do you see where I'm coming from here? It's this social pressure that was like, mm, that's a cheat day. You're not doing it right. So it can really make you feel pressured to not have a cheat day. Like obviously one cookie and a Chick-fil-A sandwich isn't going to kill you and it's not going to kill anyone else. So why do they care about what you're putting into your body? Um, it baffles me, honestly. And it makes you feel like a terrible person for not doing, I, I want to say, you're not doing the most to enhance your workout ability, but I hate saying that because it's really not doing anything. Your body's breaking that stuff down and you're just going to work out the next day. Like, you're fine. You're not going to gain 10 pounds from eating a couple things of junk food. Um, it's, it's beyond me. But that's why it's... I think it's a good topic to talk about because... Like, this can, this can create a bunch of not only psychological disorders, which can affect us mentally, but psychological disorders that can also affect us physically. Like, eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, uh, just to name a few. If you're working out a lot, but you're also not eating a lot, you're going to something's something's gonna go wrong and you feel pressured by other people to not be eating to only be working out where you're gonna turn into a twig and it's not healthy but no one else is saying anything because you see all the models on instagram who are also super tiny and you're like yep i'm doing the same thing as she is i'm doing everything right when you're <clears throat> you know that you're not eating but you don't see it as a problem and that's when say you, like your friends could see it as a problem and or even your friends could be the ones influencing you to not be eating like say you all go out to a restaurant and both your friends get salads but you wanted a steak I don't know 
And you can't do that because you were like, I don't want to be the only one eating a steak. No one really cares, but in your mind, you're like, it's the end of the world. So, I don't know. It's terrible, and that's what happens when we live in a world where things are guilty and things are considered cheat days. Also, when we talk about these disorders that people can get from their guilty pleasures, it can further cause depression. Um, In the article that I pulled up, it also talks about how guilty pleasures can protect us from depression. As long as your guilty pleasure is harmless, there is no reason not to do it. Our brain's neural pathways light up when we do things we enjoy. This makes it easier to replicate feelings of happiness. Another reason we call them guilty pleasures is because the things we like might contrast with how we view ourselves. As humans, we want to have an identity and we don't like things that deviate from that. And that also has to do with how we want to see ourselves in a certain way, in a certain perspective, and how others perceive us can help us attain that goal of how we want to see ourselves. However, it's really demeaning and kind of backfires because you can turn into someone you're not and that will not end well. Releasing yourself from the need to fit neatly into one little box allows you to begin to see the gray area in your personality. Um, You can be a yoga in like spoonfuls of peanut butter. It's not one or the other. Denying a part of you isn't good for your mental health and embracing your guilty pleasures is great for your self-worth and authenticity. Who wants to be acting like someone they're not 24-7? So, be you. That was also some of it was like in the article and it's so important that we do the things we love because it makes life worth living for we don't want to be living in this false reality where we hate ourselves we hate what we do and no it's just it's not worth living for so this brings us to can we enjoy our guilty pleasures too much i think Yes, we should have some moderation uh, here and there, even for the things that make us feel good. Sometimes we use our guilty pleasures to cope with stress, procrastinate, and avoid, and just avoid things. Um, That's not good. If you're eating an entire cake or binge watching Netflix until the early hours when you need to be up for work in a few hours... Something else might be going on that you need to pause and look at. Um, Because guilty pleasures should be a tool to reset your brain and relax you before being productive. Um, It's a little gift to yourself as motivation to keep working hard during the day. It's like, so you're going to work out and after your workout, you're going to go get a Starbucks coffee. It's like, that's what I'm saying here. Um, it's smart to check in after spending time on something you enjoy. Um, so ask yourself this question, like, 
Do you feel inspired to be productive and get to work, or do you feel drained and unproductive? If it's not as beneficial as you thought, it might be worth adjusting how much time you spend on this activity or swapping it out completely. It's also like, I feel like it's time to drop the phase, the phrase, not the phase, <laughs> um, guilty pleasure. Let's, it's time to drop it. Um, we need time away from being productive to inspire us um, and keep us going. We're not robots or machines. We need to have enrichment, nourishment, and we need to be able to enjoy these small pleasures without the pressure of other people telling us what we can and cannot do. Taking time away from a busy day to watch some TV isn't bad for anyone, so you shouldn't feel guilty if you're doing it in moderation. Obviously, you're going to be just like wearing away those brain cells if you just watch TV all day long and don't have a job, don't do school, don't read a book. Yeah, the basics, you know. But if you're still struggling with the idea of allowing yourself to enjoy things and without judgment, I think, like, ask yourself why. Is it the perfectionist in, in you? Because, like, I know for me, I'm such a perfectionist. And at my last job, I think a part of why I really couldn't do it was because I was such a perfectionist and I was never used to doing something wrong and having to adapt to new things. Um, I wanted to be perfect right away, which isn't very, like, it didn't, it's not going to happen. Um, do you always feel the need to be hustling? Who are you hurting by enjoying your early bedtime in Coco? <laughs> um, kick the shoulds out of your life. They only exist to make you feel guilty and negative thinking can rule your life. Reframe those thoughts with things like, it would be nice to wash up the dishes after this show, or I'd prefer it if I could read this magazine before doing more chores. Like, our intense, unfair world kind of threatens our mental health. And we have enough to contend with without making our lives harder. So why not be gentler on yourself? and enjoy your guilty pleasures it's just another act of self-care so i think that's where i want to leave it off i'm just going to scroll through this article one more time but thank you guys so much for listening um i do want to shout out my coworker, katie she was the one that gave me the idea to do this topic for today and i'm super happy i did thanks again for listening you guys I will see you in the next episode. Peace.